It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 616. This weekend banter, we got the Gronks back yeah. in the building. Scooter, Derek, and Peter Shepard. Big Pete. Did you forget his name? Absolutely there not. There was a moment no, there. No, 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 no. I was trying to go to which nickname we call you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peter Shepard's just your name. Yeah. yeah. Tall Gronk. Tall Gronk. Mm-hmm. Tall Gronk. Um, holy shit, it's Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. Um, this morning, 8 a.m., I was on a uh, Zoom call. First ever? Yeah, uh, first ever Zoom call where there was more than one person. It was great. I saw JJ in on the Zoom. morning. Yeah, oh, well, a different I context. S- I mean, I wasn't there, but I saw the, who posted. Was that you, Pete? Did you post a photo of all the little faces? Are you part of the long and the short of it? Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. I saw yeah, it. I shared it in our Facebook group. Yeah. I, s- I saw that. I How saw many that. people were in there? And what was it? We had a what we're calling a learning lab. So once a month, we're going to do this learning lab where we take one of the episodes and turn it into a one-hour like workshop essentially in the interest of turning listening into learning. That's kind of the tagline. Mm-hmm, like and that. so we beta tested it today with uh, the closed Facebook group that we have. We had 50-odd sign up, 35-ish showed up, mm-hmm. and about three or four had tech difficulties, which is always to be expected. So we ended up with about 30. And so like a Bra- it's like the Brady Bunch. You yeah. would love it, Scooter, because you've, you've got like a screen and you see everyone. It's like you've got security cameras for like 30 people's houses. It's pretty cool. And they've got oh, people wow. from all corners of the world. So we had Scotland, we had England, we had obviously the states. Who are the people? Listeners of the long and the short of it. Oh, the so podcast. They, do they have to have some particular tech? They have to yeah. have a camera, Zoom. yeah. Basically a URL. That's software. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, and it's you can actually have a webcam. On, yeah, online. it's like Skype, but it works. Yeah. 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 It works very well. Yeah. Didn't we hear a radio ad for Zoom? Yeah. Far out. They're it's really, cool. they're pushing hard at the moment. Have they got an Australian team, do you know? Not sure, but the origin story is pretty cool. It's this Chinese guy was in a long distance relationship and he got sick of the fact that Skype never worked properly. So he just built his own tech. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but if you can. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Since the uh, relationship has gone to shit, yeah, yeah, he's now up. a millionaire yeah, yeah, yeah. and a playboy. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, he was FaceTiming <laughs> another chick. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> better. Zooming. Yeah. Zooming. Zooming. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and how, how, what was the experience like for you, the person running the workshop? It was really cool. So we, like, this is the sort of thing that Jen and I both do in separate contexts quite a lot of mm. and as individuals. So- it was the first, well, the second time we have done it together. And so we've both known that it works as that structure in that format as individuals, but it was the first time we took our listeners and worked with each other to build this thing. So it was like, is it going to work? And mm. I think it did. It was mm. really cool. So we're going to try and do one a month. It's great. Scooter, you've been- Oh, uh, I want to do it so bad. Come along to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. How's the wow. studio stuff going? It's going great. I've been thinking, I've been hearing about these Zoom rooms. Oh, mate, I'll show you all about it. Are you in a Zoom room? Like your end? Yeah. yeah. And what's a Zoom room? Well, I don't well, know. Well, no. Well, so this <laughs> is you're, you're not in a Zoom room. Like a Zoom room is like the hard. Are you getting excited about the hardware? Like you get like He's, the camera and the compatible They're installing box. them in a corporate yeah, yeah. facility. Oh, no, 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 no. like, like this room, might, you might make it a Zoom room. Right. I don't know exactly what it means. It's I, like, I saying, would, a, it's like saying a Skype room. Yeah. I, was I guess so, yeah. yeah. I was filming at Seek yesterday. Oh, yeah. uh, someone was giving a keynote there, Lisa Stevenson, and we had a couple of cameras on her. But um, they actually broadcasted out through Zoom mm-hmm. for the whole of the business around Australia. Cool. And I was like, where's the camera? And then all of a sudden, up in the corner, one of the cameras that you have, like those things, and then it's broadcast down, the audio goes in. I think that's like a Zoom room. Well, this is why we want the big Hisense TV upstairs. Yeah, we need it because we need... It to be our Zoom room. Well, yeah. yeah, like we could. The Zoom room is essentially just the TV and the the camera and stuff. Yeah. So for me, my Zoom room was like my my He's, study, yeah. my apartment. What did you wear? Did you think about what you were going to wear, or you just wore what you wear? Pretty standard from mm. Pete Shepherd, like a black tee, because you can't really see from beyond the waist down. So was it a up. thought? Uh, no, just black tee. Did you get, did you get nervous? Consistent. No, it was all good. What like about- I said, this is the sort of thing we do all the time. It was just different context, different people. So it was fun. Anyone doing dating? On Zoom? Speed dating through yeah, Zoom. Yeah, so what happens? Surely, so, Mr. Sevs, look it up, mate. So, definitely would have So, to the be. great thing about it is, is that just random, the way that creates a room? So, there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can, mm-hmm. so you create these breakout rooms where you split people into like groups of three. And so, you can click and drag people around and mm-hmm. like sort of select it. Did or you, you do just that? click randomize. I clicked randomize. And so, I, so basically, um, Pete, what were some of the questions you asked? We asked a question like, what's something you love about the project you're working on at the moment? Mm-hmm. And then you press, you press the button and we go out into breakout rooms 
And so everyone else disappears, they go into theirs, and then you're with two other people. Oh, and it's chat can- roulette with yeah. Yeah. guidance yeah. and less dick. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Less. yeah. yeah no dicks. Yeah. No dicks. No so dicks. we send him to like 12 separate breakout rooms, yeah. and then we can, you can broadcast a message to mm. everyone. And then after six minutes, we'd pull everyone yeah. back. Do you know? Did the, about it. So, did you realize, Josh, that you were about to be sucked out of that room at six minutes? So, it, it gives a timer. Yeah. And interestingly, we had one person that was on the phone and she was having a little bit of technical difficulty. I wouldn't mm. recommend the phone. Yeah. I think it's good having the, the um, your face so yeah. you can be talking properly. Definitely. It's good for the dynamics. Um, but because there was only me and I had a lady named Abby from the UK. Uh, we finished up quicker, and so we exited the room eject. and we were the, either jacked, <laughs> and we were the, apparently Jen and Pete were laughing because we were the first ones to sort of enter into the common area, which sort of implied yeah. that we weren't having great banter. And, and so then I waited. Can we confirm or <laughs> do no, we it was deny? great. It was great, and Abby and I decided that the next time around. We were just waited out until we were forced into the room just so yeah. that people thought we we're having really good banter. But yeah. we just sat there. At the end. <laughs> just awkwardly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just counting it down. So thanks for coming. No, it was, it was really good fun. Yeah, awesome. I loved it. Yeah. But I think, Scooter, you should definitely. Yeah, I'm all over this that. This is the future, yeah. Scooter, dear. We talked about, I think it might have been one of the episodes I've been on around like creating virtual conferences essentially mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. at the moment you think about running a conference, the time, the cost, the energy to get thousands of people from around the world into the one place. Well, you can just have a URL and mm-hmm. just click a button and like everyone's there. Is there a marketplace oh. for workshops? I could imagine Zoom hmm. having a website where you can go through and find different Zoom rooms and sign up. That'd be cool. Like, Sevs, have you found any dating? Yeah, I found two of them. Two of them. One's on uh, meetup.com. It gives you um, a little link. And wow. then the other one is, it looks like it's, it's expired, but um, it's a virtual online speed dating meetup group. Would right. you do the first one that's still around, Sevs? Is it a bit of a test to lean in? <laughs> You can't say no. He always says yes, doesn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, that's 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 his thing. I don't know what's happened. When you yeah, add lean yeah, into yeah. the- Is your mic on? Have you yeah, it's definitely on. No, no it's, I'm just, it's in Minneapolis. Did you freeze? Great. Oh, wait, so you can't- yeah. Safe. Are you on Zoom? Yeah. Um, no, but is it not on Zoom? No, it is on Zoom. It okay. just says location Minneapolis. That's okay. Yeah. Because that's the whole point. I think it could be interesting. Like yeah. uh, it, there is something confronting though about having, you know, 30 odd people that you don't know- and everyone's muting and Bree's trying to have a shower at the same time and use mm. the hairdryer. Mm. And so she was sort of timing that around when I was unmuting <laughs> my- so funny. It was a, a um, so, Yeah. You're actually talking at a real conference, yeah. like a mm. real life conference this weekend, aren't you? Yeah, on Sunday. Yeah. This Sunday, I was going to say. That's this tomorrow. Well, it is. Yeah. yeah. The, U, uh, the U Project conference. And so, I mean, that's where you've got real people in front of you. Is mm. there any, like, are we going to lose the- do you think that doing more digital stuff means that when you walk into a room of people, you shit yourself even more based on, or is it the similar muscle? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Not me personally, but I wonder if people might. I mean, it's sort of the same concept, I guess, as people talk about the way we interact through social media and stuff mm. now, or the younger generation, and then they can't have a conversation face-to-face. So maybe, mm. but I, I think it's a similar muscle. And in fact, I actually think that Zoom requires more of a flex in the sense that you have to listen because like it's so obvious when someone is disengaged mm-hmm. and it's so obvious when they're on their phone because you're just like this tiny square or this fairly large square. And so like you would have seen this morning, if someone's completely disengaged, it's really obvious and yeah. really rude as yeah. opposed to yeah. if you're having coffee with someone and they're on their phone, you're just kind of like, oh, that's what people do. Definitely. Do you see anyone on their phones? No. But the thing that's is good. you are really looking around. I didn't realize there's like a grid mode. So initially I was in the speaker mode where you see – uh, Pete or whoever's talking and then you just see a few people at the bottom mm. almost like a Google Hangout mm. and then there's the grid mode where is where it looks like the Brady Bunch yeah. but um, and everyone's like looking at each other and so present trying to listen mm. to what's happening and the but I think one of the hard thing is as a speaker like I'm listening for laughs like I'm always trying to get a laugh yeah. but everyone's mics on mute yeah Oh. And so you don't hear the laugh. You don't hear anything. So you get no feed, you don't get no like auditory feedback. Do you just so assume that language. people are laughing? Well, that's why I'm very animated on Zoom because uh-huh. like I feel like people look for body language. Mm-hmm. So if someone says something funny, I like throw my head back and laugh. Just <laughs> <laughs> sort of how I laugh anyway. But I think people appreciate it because they get the visual cues. Yeah. What's wrong with Pete? Yeah. That's the, the breakout groups. Just, is well, he okay? He actually got us to dance at the start. Yeah. Is that Did guy? You? 
Oh, he it's, ran across the Zoom room five times. But you also said, let's do a happy dance at the no, end. that was Jen. Okay. That oh, was really? Jen. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> okay. So you do the walk. You're comfortable with asking people to walk around the room. Yeah, just jump across the room five times. You got to yeah. get up. And Bree's like, what the out. fuck is Josh doing? <laughs> Bree's trying to get ready. I was curious whether you were going to do it. I thought you'd be the guy that just sat there like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Can you? Um, <laughs> I, I lent in. I lent you in. Did? There was something that I, oh yeah, everything I was doing for you. Like Thanks, when I was right. doing the robot yeah, you at did, the you end. Did the robot. <laughs> the That's robot. his go-to though. It was great. He does it a lot. It so awkward. It's it's great for the framing because it's you're you're in there the whole time you're in the box. Can you, know? you do a Mexican wave in the Zoom oh, room? Would well, you try that next time? You like, could, yeah, I like that. Everyone like that. put it into grid mode. Yeah. Person at the top left. Yeah. The grid start. changes. The only though. thing is, everyone's grid's different. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. That was my question. Did yeah. they yeah. see the same grid? No. It's, so it's like I think it's based on who appears in the room first, and then mm-hmm. it's based on when people start talking, they get like bumped up the grid. Really? So it's slightly different for everyone. Because oh, no. for me, I was like near the top of the grid yeah. for me anyway. And it does create this weird sort of um, power dynamic that I had to re- readjust where I'm like, I'm just a big top dog. Now, so, oh, there was Jen, me, then Pete nice. in, in my visual thing. I'm like, yeah. this isn't real. Like uh, this is being spun to me, but I bet you on everyone else's, I'm everyone's at the bottom. The same. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so everyone's at the top similar on their own. Usually you're in the top. On oh, your that's own. great. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Gives you a bit of a ego think, boost. Yeah. On the power it? dynamic thing, there's an interesting concept. Oh. I think that when everyone's the same size, based on the Brady Bunch view, mm. it actually takes away the power dynamic of like, I'm the big dog in the boardroom sitting yeah. at the top end of the table. Unless you're on page two. Yeah, unless you're up the <laughs> you you can't fit. You're on page two. But then if you speak, it bumps you, you to page one. Okay, great. Yeah. But what yeah, you're power right do you actually hold though? Like, do you, that's what do you actually, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great power one. Do you, do you control who talks? You were saying they were on mute. So- do you unmute them when you want them to talk? No, people can unmute themselves. So you invite people to say, okay, we've got five minutes. If you want to hop off mute and ask a question, please do so now. And or we can take people on and off mute as an admin. Uh, because sometimes there's like a dog barking in the background and you mute that. And, and it's not always going to be a respectful audience like the Pete Shepherd gang. Yeah, I mean, my audience is, is pretty respectful. Yeah, <laughs> but it could be... If we got the Gronk's involved. Imagine a Gronk Zoom. Can you imagine? We think we should do it. We should (laughs) definitely. chaos. Yeah. Absolutely. We could do that on Sunday night or something. For the book club, I thought it was a good one for that. You could do it as an episode. Yeah. Put them all there. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, yeah. We could get this feed audio into it. Could you somehow get that into Zoom? Yeah. Yeah, that would be a problem. We can't hear anyone. That's all right. What what do you mean can't hear anyone? Sorry, they can't. Oh, yeah, sure. Just mix minus. This could be a little headphone in. Put it in the AirPod. 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 Now yeah, would we do it? That'd be good. Um, can we get a live coaching session with you and Scooter Derek? Scooter Derek being the uh, client, Pete Shepherd, doing some coaching. Because you want that. You've been saying oh, Scooter really? that you want. Oh, he great. wants to have yeah, Harper. I'm, I'm up for milking all the talent you have on your show to yeah. sort my life out. Yeah. And so, and so you, you I'll want swap the historical facts. Okay, great. <laughs> Feels can, like we do can we do <laughs> one for one? <laughs> yeah. All right, great. Just I'm be on pre- mute. Yeah, so <laughs> one coaching question for one historical fact about Alex <laughs> and Collingwood. Yeah, great. Richmond area. Yeah, so you've just, you've just, you've, would this be, do you do most of your coaching through Zoom or would it be? 95%. Even okay. with clients I have in Australia, I prefer Zoom because they don't have to leave their office or room and either do I. It just mm-hmm. makes it easier. Less friction. No, I, I get that. Hmm. Okay, so um, feel we're free to have friction it. here between yeah, our we're knees. legs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Scooty D, what are you working on? Uh, current project yeah. is, apart from putting air conditioner in, my, in Studio One, is building a new studio. Okay. Essentially a, a Zoom room. Yeah? Yeah. What does so, it look like? Well, it's it, at the moment it looks like an empty warehouse room. Okay. And it's going to be awesome. Hmm. Big table that'll be like a, a panel type, like elliptical. I'm thinking of, oh, I haven't told Josh yet, but I'm thinking of going like a sh- American football shape. Okay. We get obsessed with desk shapes, don't we? Look what uh, we ended yeah. up with. You know <laughs> what? The, the, most basic the word bitch. plectrum actually entered my mind yesterday. Plectrum, yeah, you plectrum. Can use it. We didn't. I could go plectrum. Too yeah. hard. Too hard. Too hard. But American football, mm-hmm. so that you can use it as a five, minimum five person. With an audience, mm. the is room. it an American football just a rectangle, or do, is it got a a rectangle? <laughs> no, the field is a rectangle. It's a brick. I thought you meant the field. Okay, go on. Yeah, be, because right. the fo- the yeah, AFL right. football like field is an oval, yeah. but American football is a rectangle. But you're talking about the actual ball. Continue the ball so. itself. So. 
So you can have a, a live audience, a controlled live audience of mm. 30 to 40 people. What's an uncontrolled live audience, by the way? Is when you say, uh, yeah, come on in, anybody. Controlling mm. it is you were saying, like let's say you're a comedian and you just want to do a podcast, but you need some audience reaction. Mm. You contact your people on your list and mm. go get the big gigglers in. Yeah. Cool. So you're building a new studio. Building a new studio awesome. and uh, still going through ideas. All right. And what is – what's the keys yesterday. Okay. That's exciting. So what does success look like for the studio? What's the idea behind it? I reckon the way I the, the way I always work, I don't know if it's clever or not, is is have a, have a dream goal mm-hmm. but work out the steps to try and get there within my bad management style. Right? That's how I got the current studio up mm-hmm. and running. You yeah. know, the, the steps would be to make it a multi-use room mm-hmm. and rent it out to people, same as I did with my with my podcast studio. And eventually I'd like to have it as a, yeah, to, to operate it as a, like as a Zoom room. Right. So the Zoom so room is that big. Corporates have come. Have like you ever Zoom said room. Zoom room before today? <laughs> <laughs> because if your whole strategy has become the Zoom room. You think no, the strategy I think a Zoom problems. room is their brand. So yeah. I don't, so... What I mean is, a, it's gotten serious. A live, <laughs> deadly, a live like Skype room, Skype, PT, Zoom, a, hang, Google Hangout, a live streaming room. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I'd like to. That's do. the big goal. That's the big goal. And mm-hmm. you mentioned the small first step was the just get some people to bloody rent it out okay. for like shooting videos, cool. and so it's going to have you know multi roles that you can roll down for different backgrounds and green screen and all that. Let's cool. See how it goes. I've been pushing everyone, including Josh, everyone that comes near in any kind of entertainment mm. gets pushed in there and what do you think? Yeah. Would you use it? You said 40 yeah. people. Can it fit 40 people in there? I just did some math. Fire hazard. You, can get, but you can get a, a, that's a later goal, making it legal. But <laughs> you can okay, definitely. That's true. Like most things, like what about like the bar 40. that you had, was that ever legal? It was also 20 years ago. It was also the same room. 20 or 30 years ago. That was illegal, yeah. Yeah. So what? Where are you stuck? But it wasn't illegal because no, no one bought any drinks. Cool. So I mean, it all sounds good, but where are you stuck? I'm not. Well, what's the I'm hard cruising. part? Cruising. I'm on top of the world. Cool. So what's the hard part? <laughs> I'm 53, no super. Still got to pay the mortgage and come home with some money every week. <laughs> it's pretty normal. Ask you, is he crying? This is just why we're on the same show, so you can give me that Apple Watch because <laughs> I heard that's mine. <laughs> You know, this is the one you gave to me. I don't know what happened to your original. Well, he's got a whoop now. (laughs) It's my gift to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, well, that's good that you're not stuck. Annoying from a client. No, no, no. no. That's great. Oh, look, I will be stuck It's the first question. Oh, sorry, yeah. It's always bullshit with their answer, right? Yeah, yeah. That's toxic masculinity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why are you trying to be so tough? Mansplaining. Or the signal was that he said he's got no super and cackled like it was almost a cry. Ask the second question. I think yeah, I think these type sessions should end with you writing a check (laughs) for the equivalent of what my super should be in this age. No, the the big where I'll be stuck is pure Hmm. where I'm stuck is I can't. I can't do that business thing. When I see young people just getting funding mm. and doing stuff. Mm. Oh, Who are God. these people though? You guys are pretty good. When the fun- are we getting the funding? <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm just. Right, you guys are admirable for different reasons. You're not in that, that getting funding. You work hard for your funding, right? But I just see, you see people get, get funding. They have an idea. Mm. Like the bike, the bicycle, e-bike company that are in back of my building, they sublet off me. And they, um, they, you know, they, they just young folk who went, here's our idea, hmm. let's get some money. Hmm. And so where's wow. the money from? I'm stuck because I can't collaborate, can I? I, I want to. So is it collaborating or is it raising money? Can I? And then before you could answer, no, I can't. <laughs> Don't <laughs> answer that. Don't. Well, I, I realised Pete was here and I was, I was like, better be honest, no, I can't collaborate. No. Why can't you collaborate? But I don't know where the money is. Whose question? Oh, sorry. The yeah, pay, no, yeah, that's that's no, no, it's no, turning into group coaching. No, 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 no. This is a nightmare. I reckon I'll be all right because I do have some other business going on and, it, you know, with, with the advising with uh, some schools and some technical work. Right. And there's a few quotes out there. So one, it could, I, could be, I could self-fund the whole project. Okay. Maybe. But if I don't, then I'm stuck with this room going, 
I'm gonna have to rent it out as a yoga studio or something like that. <laughs> yeah. What do you like? What do you actually want? Like from a collaboration point of view, I think that part of the re- like we would collaborate more, but it's you've, you're still trying to figure out what you want. Is that fair? Mm. So remember last time we were talking about how you said, but you have collaborated. You collaborate with Danny mm-hmm. on your show. So we do a podcast. So I started the podcast. I produce it, edit it, do the graphics and everything. And Danny's on the show and does, you know. Have you only just started calling him Danny? Dan, I used to call him Danny in the 80s. Sorry, yeah. Dan. Um, and, and I Is went, oh, yeah, we would fact? But, but remember when I told you. still waiting for my historical fact. Yeah. Is that a f- But historic- I did tell, I did, I told you this. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> so I, when we decided to collab and I hadn't done this, hmm. I remember that feeling of ringing, ringing him up, saying, "Danny, I'm really sorry. I just made an arbitrary decision, and and I'm unaccustomed to ever having to talk to anyone about that. Probably why I'm in trouble with my wife a lot of the time, because that is a collab, I guess. But um, <laughs> <laughs> just confirming it is. Yeah. But yeah, there was that moment when I realised I just decided to go and you know try out some advertising thing and put the money in. Hmm. And he's like, oh, okay, no, don't worry about it. I'll give you half the money. I went, oh, that's the good side of collabing. Someone else is wearing the, the stress and stuff like that. So I learned from that mm. that it is lovely to have someone else who cares mm. involved in something. It's really nice. And so why don't you do more of it? I'm jealous of you too. Well, you, but you can do it. You're, we're collabing right Until now. Until you start bickering. And then yeah, <laughs> oh, it's a pain in the ass. But what's it like if you were to do more colla- collabing – what would that look like? Well, I don't know. It's not, it's not my natural thing. So is it not natural because you can't rely on people? I don't know. I, I guess if I look at the idea I've got for, this, say, the Studio 2, mm-hmm. and I go, all right, what do I need off someone else, someone who's keen, who wants to get into it? Is it someone who's going to muck in and build or someone just forks out some cash? Like what it, what do I want out of someone? Yeah, I think what's it for, like what's collaborating? Are they going to make it three times better? Yeah, what's what? So what's it for for you? Why why a collaborator? How does that help? Feels good. I just want to do something that is a collab. You know, <laughs> do you I just, just like the word? Sound like, 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 Josh yeah, told yeah, me yeah, that a couple yeah, years back. Yeah. I've been loving it. Yeah, but I don't know. I just and think, a Zoom room, yeah. Zoom room, and a collab. Oh, no. Zoom room. No. Yeah. No, so the, I find the collab thing interesting because I so I get it hmm. because it, but it's very hard. To collaborate with someone, you need to do a lot of work internally in understanding what you want, but also like you can't change your idea. I can't, when you're doing it on your own, you can just go from one area to the other. You can like be extremes and just do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. When you're collaborating with someone, everything, like the biggest amount of tension I have is the annoyance of like, I need to explain myself, Mm -hmm. which I normally don't have to explain myself, Mm -hmm. but that's a good thing to go through. Is that part of it? So if you ask for money, what are people going to ask you? Well, then you, if, someone, if someone says, all right, I'll be in that, I've got dough and no talent, mm. then you'd kind of go, well, let's leave that to the last minute and see if I can get through because you're not going to provide anything except mm-hmm. taking half the, the profit, I guess. And then you think, well, is half the profit of something that's done properly and invested in properly? It's going to be more, should be more than double. Mm. You know what I mean? So it should help. When I had the bar, mm. that was the last time I was in, like, the only time I was in a business with someone. I was in business with two other guys and they couldn't get along because they had completely different dreams. So it was a complete disaster. Mm. Maybe that was a. What were the different dreams? Off. Well, one of my business partners was, um, he wanted he wanted the bar to be like St. Jude. He wanted it to be a wine bar. He wanted it to be the kind of bar that he would go to and just be really proud of. But that would have required us all to chuck in 150 grand each mm. and none of us had any money. So yeah. it was like, so number one, your dream, fuck it off. Like mm. Save it for another day. But then the other, one, the other business partner, rest his soul, he's gone now, but he was um, – he liked the idea of just having a bar and serving Carlton Draft and being rude to people that wanted a coffee and, mm. you know, that old school because he came from that old vibe. Yeah. And what did you want? Well, I was kind of in the middle. Mm. I wanted personality. I wanted to, you know, to, to make the place where everyone was happy, in which case that favoured the Carlton Draft guy 
and but they couldn't get along because it was like, well, we couldn't run this bar without them, without Andrew, right, being manager every day, unpaid or whatever, you know, just as a shareholder. Yeah. And turning up every single day because we can't afford to pay anyone. In the end, it kind of worked out like Andrew and I ended up right. Well, let's buy let's buy Dave out. Right, he, you know, it's not going to work. He's unhappy that we bought him out for virtually nothing and released him, and then and then sold the business. I feel like we're getting closer to your definition of success, Scoot. So there's getting a, out of it. <laughs> there's a question that I think JJ answered really well this morning in the workshop that we ran. That I'd be curious for your thoughts on. So I just transferred you $10 million. Mm-hmm. Now you have no excuse around time and money. Mm-hmm. You're living in a world with no constraints. What are you going to do? Tomorrow or in the next few weeks or? What are you going to do with your time once you buy your holiday house and do all oh, that? Once you've got the material s- stuff. The original spur- what are you going to do with your time? Yeah. Yeah, I think I would. I would probably. It feels like I would run with the same plan. Mm-hmm. That's good. But in a building that I owned mm-hmm. and obviously much better. But I don't know if I can own even own a building. Can you make it 20 mil? It's <laughs> <laughs> Collingwood. Collingwood. You're, a You're a greedy fuck. You're a greedy fuck. Sorry. <laughs> and so there was no mention of collaborators in that version of the future. So I wonder if there's something there around you being attached to this idea of a collaboration when you're not actually clear in that whether that's what you're seeking. It's just because we get to watch Tommy and Josh and go, that looks cool. Yeah. Well, they are, that is, surely that would put me straight into another um, mind-bending situation where you go, if someone wanted to collaborate with you mm. after they knew you had $20 million, yeah. right, even though you'd already spent six on a warehouse, <laughs> uh, then you'd start with that kind of gold dig of, Feel and you go. Oh, I don't know how my mind would go from there. We'll never know. Yeah, but I, I definitely would. There'd be people around. Mm. This is not my dream. Would not be to be in a warehouse, tinkering with all my millions and making it perfect. Then I would. I guess it ends up being staff, doesn't it? Well, yeah. So there's a difference is that between when you've got. Well, this is what we've been talking about. The difference between employees and part having a partnership they're very different mm. Mm. employees i can tell 97 hey i think we should do this and he can push back a little bit but at the end of the day he does what we think we should do yeah tommy and i it's like okay no like we bring we have to sell it into each other we have mm. to justify it and so there's a big difference between mm. having staff having people come in and use your space versus having a partner i think do you think that you could – are you seeking a partner or are you seeking uh, that employee team that can execute on a dictatorship? <laughs> it just feels like a bit much to to have to, at this stage of life, to have to be – especially if I was rolling with a multi-million dollar business then, mm. it would be a bit much to then have to be an expert at accounting, an expert at – Cinematography, an expert at audio, hmm. I, you you just have to load people in. You have a team. Take have a team and then learn off them. Hmm. Love that 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 idea. Learning off your staff. That's I think that's. I did that back in the in the nineties. Hmm. I had a manufacturing business and I'd learnt all my blacksmithing skills off my staff. Hmm. You raise a fair point though. I guess the question is like, can you collaborate with an employee? I th- I think you can. Yeah. Well, I think that that's the whole co-creation exactly. thing, right? Like that's yeah. the new, uh, I joke about the dictatorship because it's very much like when we're working with 97, he is giving us the, he's telling us this is how I think we should do it. Yeah. Um, but it is, de- there's definitely a difference in the, the different dynamics. Totally. And what did you find, Scooter, having staff, are you a bit burnt by that? Like, do you think that all these sort of experiences play into where you are now? I reckon that one of the biggest mistakes you can make is making a vow. I'm vowing never to mm-hmm. do this or mm. never to do that. It's yeah. marriage. What you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made my vows. Do you know my marriage vows, on a side note, Here we go. included the line and I will pay the 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 bill for this wedding at the at the – at the office, <laughs> right? Because we got married in a registry office in Paisley, Scotland. Nice. It was kind of a 
There was like a contract as well. And they just they just you just run through the vows and I got to the end and we're reading it. It was like, oh, did that also say I'll 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 pay my bill? Yeah. <laughs> did they have to is it like a verbal contract they got you to read out? I guess it was. Oh, it was part they of it. Put it in wow. <laughs> so you read it without realising that's what you were reading. It's just read it. Oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> You're made for radio. Yeah, it was live reads. <laughs> just read that, don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I think it felt like he really meant it. I feel like you had a good point back there before your vows, which was like you need to be able to give yourself permission to change your mind. Yeah. That's how I interpret what you're saying. Which I think is really important. Mm. Cool. And so what's next? Just roll on. We just roll on. Because that's what I find interesting is like meetings or conversations. Mm. You can have a lot of conversations, but if there's no clear, defined action, you end up having the same fucking conversation again in a week or two weeks. Is Is there a stage within your coaching sessions where you define it? Yeah, I think at the end of a coaching session or of a, the, like a conversation like we had this morning mm. in that group session, it's like, what are you going to commit to me if it's one-on-one or what are you going to commit to the group to doing in the next 24 hours or what are you going to commit to doing in the next week? What are you going to commit to doing in the next month? Like you can pick a time frame and having them say that out loud or write it down and then holding them to that. What about for you, Scooter, have you ever written down, like for this new studio too, have you actually written down what this looks like, what it's going to be, where you no. want it to be? No. Because you give us a version and incorporate things like Zoom Room and shit that we've just set. Like, that's why Josh is saying, you know, well, have I you ever heard like, the term Zoom Room? Yeah, which which is, I, I think it's I know. a friend <laughs> of mine set up, set up <laughs> all the Zoom in a big building in the city. A Zoom Room. And she told me all about Zoom. And it's yeah. start with, I would start with a bit of paper, right, yeah. what's it for, who's it for, what does yeah. success look like, yep. and just answer those three questions. Because yep. then it's out of your head. Because mm. I think we do a great job of – internally thinking we're across what we want to be doing yeah. for the future. But until you're having to tell a business partner mm-hmm. or totally. tell your wife or tell, you know, anybody, like talk about on this. I, I mean, I'm I, I'm not, no good at it as much as the next person is. I think it's like- What's the biggest when, amount of friction or tension within our businesses, which is like, oh, so that's all good. You can have this thought, mm. but how do you commit to it? Like mm. the committing to mm. it is putting it into the page because then it's like- then you can also externalize it from you and you can look at it in a different way. So yeah. when it's in your head, you are connecting dots, you're synthesizing and it's getting stronger. Every time you mention it, every time you talk about it, it is getting stronger. Yeah. And it just, it works tenfold when you've written it down because then that's when you can start to edit and that's yeah. when you can start to also uh, make it less about identity and anxiety and all the other things that drive us and mm. makes it more about the... The plan, mm. which is entrepreneurs creating a startup, have the one line of their business, which yeah. like that kind of school of startups, that part of it I like, which is mm. super clear on what your business is, the the thing it sol- the problem it solves, and where are you going? Yeah, I think the two of the most underrated things that we can do, which we're sort of talking about now, is one write, and I've heard you talk about before josh like thinking is writing or writing Mm -hmm. is thinking you actually realize you're not writing down what's in your head but when you're writing you're actually starting to think about it more so i would say that's one and the other is talking about things out loud which i think is why so many people get value out of a coach because it's talking about your thoughts out loud and actually saying things out loud that you've thought about but you haven't articulated yeah that makes a lot of sense because what i do do what i've been saying pushing everyone into that room Mm. sitting here going on about it, yeah. it's sort of partly backing myself into a corner yeah. and going, making myself believe in it, yeah. really, that I can yeah. do it. Because yeah. it's pretty expensive paying the rent in there mm. just while I make it up. Yeah, there's this great- So definitely the, the more I say, the more it totally. evolves what it's going to be. Like today, mm. Zoom Room was added to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah because know, we talked about whereas it. Whereas I had intentions of doing it but not going on about it. But something funny happened before I was doing a bit of a consult uh, just about an hour ago, um, <clears throat> funny day, Sunday to do it. But anyway, no, it's Saturday. Saturday. Show Sunday. Saturday. <laughs> if you're gonna bullshit the day, just at least get it right. Sunday, Pete's at his fucking talk. <laughs> Sunday, we've got my mum and dad. Anyway, I was so I was doing a bit of a consult, and it made me objectively look at Studio One, which is eclectic. And it's nuts. Mm-hmm. And there's it's stuff rugs, everywhere, there's records, vinyls. Yeah, it's it's kind of I like it. It's clean. It's got a brand new aircon. And How's the aircon going, by the way? It's so good. Split system. 
Splits is yeah. silent. Mitsubishi silent. What so was the quote that we got? Air moving in the studio. Remember that old studio? How hot yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it was like was three and a half grand. No, no, no. It didn't. Have, it was only two something. Two grand. Okay, Twenty-two hundred so bucks. You pay. Installed. What, what hurts when you rent is when they say the unit's a thousand, the installation's two. Yeah. Because the installation is. It's the labour with but, the building. Yeah, yeah. It's not your building. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. It hurts. Anyway, I stood there, and I was. I'd be telling the client about the next next studio. And then I stood there in mind, we're talking about mic stands and setups and stuff like that. And then I had that that moment when I probably thought, right, I have to design that room because otherwise it's just going to be me putting things in here, mm-hmm. leftover equipment. Yeah. It's just going to build up and I'm going to put everything in there before I've done the floor that I want and mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that was a kind of a epiphany. I um, won't have that cohesion. The um, mm. interesting thing, I reckon an idea is like a rock and the end of the day you want it to get to a pebble. And so by having the constant friction of speaking about it, writing it out, editing it, is starting to slowly mm. smooth it out. And I think that you do one of it w- really well, which is the speaking. And it's the same with me. I'm constantly talking about it, which is doing that. But then it feels like that final polish is the, the written down oh. bit. You mean a pebble that's the same size as the original rock? Well, was that, it, with your metaphor, yeah. I was imagining I your idea the, uh, was a rock and by the end of the day it's this little tiny pebble. No, well, yeah, another one is a sharp a broken piece of glass goes into the pebbles sea. Pebbles are just rocks, aren't they? Not necessarily. What is a pebble, Sevs? I, I thought a it's pebble. It's a rock, isn't it? You know, like just pebbles, I just assumed, this is my you know, understanding of pebbles. A pebble is is uh, for you know, hundreds of years have been hit by the water and all the different sort of things to get yeah. to a very smooth, yeah. smooth almost like a, dog, a, a Dugango. Dorodango. Dorodango. I was actually thinking about that while well, you were speaking about your analogy. Yeah, 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 I didn't want to bring up the Dorodango. Well, it's very similar to a Dorodango. I have no idea what a Dorodango is. A bo- broken piece of glass that then starts to be in the water in the sea and starts to soften and sh- form sort of like a nice is that rounded edges. Yeah, that's how when you find a piece of glass that's been in the ocean, mm-hmm. it's exactly what you're saying. Mm. It's it's been washed and sort of eroded around Rose. the edges. Sea yeah. glass. Well, sea so glass, the Dorodango yeah. is a is a Japanese. It's a it's, it's basically a mud ball. Yeah, it's a mud ball. It's just yeah, been right. smoothened, smoothened, smoothed, smoothed, smoothed out, and it looks just like a ball. A but nice there's ball. a lot of yeah. yeah but but it's it shiny. Yeah. Like you, cool. So you use glass basically to polish it, and mm-hmm. so it starts off a bit rough, and then over a long period of time you end up with this really nice smooth ball and you can put it on like a stand or things like that. It's very yeah, cool. Nice. Anyway. How do you feel? It's good. But I think is it something that is it dis- does it self-destruct? Like does it- The dango. Is that the art of it making something that's like a mandala? You know, mandala? No, you just you know, throw they, that thing against the wall. They do that mandala thing that takes weeks and weeks and it looks beautiful. And then but the whole point is it's just sand on the floor and it's- not forever. No, a Dodango you keep in your, you keep, you know, okay. your so Dalesford home or wherever you But I think, <laughs> so what about this? Next if, to the wine. If you, naturally you go to talking about something, yeah. the harder thing is to write it down and actually, yeah. but there's people that get to the success, whatever it is for them, by doing the writing first and then talking because mm-hmm. the talking is informed by the writing. And so there is both versions. Mm-hmm. And I think we naturally gravitate to the one that's easy. Totally. And easy is to talk about it. But it doesn't mean that you don't find success by just mm. – it's like people who have not worked out their, their, their the business but somehow they're making shitloads of cash. Mm. And so they haven't got their, you know, fine marketing plan. It's like it doesn't mean you can't find success. It's like mm. Cliffy. Cliffy. Cliffy was a uh, farmer. You would know about Cliffy. Cliff Young. Yep. We ran with the gumboots on. Yeah, so Cliff Young – uh, a runner, a country boy, a farmer, ran. No, service. Can you tell us how how far? I'm finally was? getting my historical fact. This yeah, is great. Yeah. So Cliff Young ran, ran a huge distance in gumboots. Good on him. Won the whole Sydney race. to Melbourne Sydney ultra marathon to in 1983. Sydney to Melbourne. That's 61 years <laughs> and old. And he was old as a weapon. And so, <laughs> so Cliff, shuffled along. Yeah. And so well, he, he did he, more than shuffle. I would have thought. No, well, he, he did. He sh- so he had. Some of the worst running technique that you could imagine, wow. and, and he won. And what's he had the, gum boots so on. So, what's the message? The moral. So, so the the message is that you can still win mm. with horrendous technique. Win ugly. Yeah, win ugly. Yeah, I like and it. And so the question the question becomes: Do you? Um, there is a balance. Some people will spend. There there are people who are probably theorizing around mm. the perfect 
run, the the perfect, you know, working out their cadence and all that sort of shit. Yeah. That's what you do with running, I don't know, pebbles. Um, or, the, or there's just getting out in there and doing it. And so I think that that's a balance. I think you are like Cliff. Um, I'd rather be Cliff Young than you're Stephen scrappy. Bradbury. Yeah. What did Bradbury Brad, Oh, you don't want everyone just to fall over. He won by default, basically. Yeah. Or he persisted. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's the thing anything. Is, he was in the grand final of the Olympics. Mm. That's the poor guy. What would be He's interesting? Got to the Olympics an example. Did all the training. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so he won fair and square. Yeah. Well, so you're just you're thinking that every studio potentially fails, and then yours is the no, only he one was, left. No, so he, he won. He was going to come to last reference that, and he. And no, I get that, but then you you're saying you have to be the best in the field because Cliffy was the best. He actually was the best. He won the race. Exactly. I'd rather be Cliffy than Stephen Bradbury. Yeah, but where's Cliffy? The best now? in the business. Yeah. Yeah. Cliffy would definitely I think this is an interesting like to continue the metaphor or the story of Cliffy. Is like you can win ugly, mm. and so many businesses and people and individuals do. They focus on the short term of like I'm going to win and make a million dollars as quick as possible, and then they completely fry themselves and ruin the rest of their lives. Mm. So I'm not saying that's happened to Cliffy, but I dare say that not having any technique is probably not a great idea. If he came and he, he became a superstar, okay. Well, if he did, I'll just stand out. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of Cliffy. Uh, yeah. Did can you look at who made that film? I think there was a document. Uh, a film made, I think it was Dean yeah. Murphy but was so the director. So then with that thinking, you want the best, you want to win the race and be the best at what you're doing or? Yeah, this one. Yeah. What I do next. I'm, gonna be, I'm already the best at what I'm doing right now. So it's just in, about In that level. field, but, but I've always made a field that is so narrow. Yeah. Do you think like the industry the is changing scooter though? mechanic in, in Victoria. But do you think? That I can say that. The thing with podcasting and all this stuff is it's like it encompasses so much. Mm. So it's like you think about it like mechanics, there's no corporates that are wanting to become mechanics. But if you look at it now, podcasting is this universal thing. And so all these subcultures are, are hit. You've got coaching, you've got corporate stuff, you've got artists, you've got all the indies, you've got every different type. Um, and it's funny because you see people, you know, in their in their suits, rocking up to your eclectic mm. studio, is that if you work out what your competitive advantage is, like, do you want to create the corporate Zoom room that's all white and that's corporately sa- corporate and safe, or do you want to do your ver- do you want to continue to be the random dude that you are? No, I think the floor of the corporate. The corporate Zoom room is the white clinical shit. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. The, when I say Zoom room, I mean the technical stuff that's in the room. And so you want to bring person? Is it bringing I personality? I want it to be more like a theatre. Mm-hmm. But the, the, Studio 2 will not be like Studio 1. It won't have record collection and Mexican wrestling masks. It won't be like just that. your um, – because at the moment it's like your dead man. Well, dead, I you know? call it acoustic treatment. <laughs> more stuff on the shelf. Yeah. I think you'll agree. Orders call better, it. The, the less <laughs> the reflect. Yeah. And the hard bit is Cliffy won, won a race. The race is very defined mm-hmm. here to here, people doing the same thing as you. The thing about business, it's so varied. Mm. Like what we're doing is unique. What you're doing is you. So that, it's that's not where a fine it's, okay. Yeah, no one, yeah. like no one's doing identically what you're doing. No. And so then it's like if you are to be, that's where I think the definition of I want to be the best – I don't know. It's not clear. No. What you, there's, another, there's another thing and that's getting – If I'm not used to being in an industry that's contemporary. I'm unaccustomed. I was a blacksmith and I was a Vespa mechanic, right? So I'm not accustomed to being on the cutting edge of what, what's happening in society, right? But having said that, there is a kind of a race against time to get to a point where you're the boss, you know, like where you're a senior in that, you know, like a a legend in that field or whatever you want the to 10, call it. The 10,000 hours sort if, of thing. If five years ago suddenly six people came from Italy and Germany everywhere and set up scooter workshops for vintage scooters, I would have been okay. If eight years ago they did, I wouldn't have been okay because I'd got into that, you know, that respected position where they go, oh, he's the old man of the of the industry, knows what he's doing. I'll go to him and ask him questions and stuff like that. I think that's going to help me 
Has that served At you? At my age, I'm not a 30-year-old kind of gun entrepreneur. So when you've decided to take the shift and you move, like does, does that, uh, that status that you've built in that industry, what happens to it? It just goes away. It's lost. And what, did it, what does it make you think about that status or that, that game of getting to that position? It lets you know. Reminds me of what I, you know, when I was 28, I went and lived in London. And you're really going to a complete different city on your own and building friendships and work relationships and all this stuff was, I think it was massive for my, for all kinds of things psychologically because you're getting that, there's no historical friendships. There's no, you've, you've built up a whole life right there and then. There's no one that you went to school with and they're still being nice to you because you were friends or there's no family. There's no one else. You yeah, Two years later you're going, right, I really think that I'm okay. I'm not just carrying residual people being kind to me or whatever. You know, if you had any lack of confidence, it goes away. I see what I think, you mean, yeah. If you do well, you know, some people just go home miserable. Is mm. that a rough time? But but that kind of thing where I've I've got that same feeling, I totally I'm really proud of what I've done in the scooter industry and where I got to. Um, but I'm just walking away. Is there a cleaner, like, do you have a sense that you want to close that chapter? Closing the chapter is interesting and I'm not, I'm not quite sure what to do because there's, you can't find someone else to do it. So I've got clients to say, but where am I supposed to go? And you either feel responsibility. Mm. And I have said a couple of times, look, mate, the hundred bucks an hour you paid me to fix your scooter, I used to fix your scooter. I didn't put it aside so that you'd own me for the next ten years. Mm. You know, like you, I, I'm not responsible. Whoa, for whoa, fixing mate! It. I was just asking if you can fix it or not. Yeah, yeah, Fuck, yeah, what's this? Yeah, mate. Jesus. Is this toxic masculinity? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you drinking? Come here! I'll shake it out of you. No, but it, it, you feel that way, and I did say it one time. Yeah, but the bloke's like, my vestment's still broken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but people and I'm on the ladder. Like, I can't talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying is you're you're actually you're saying no to opportunity. Mm. It's like you're saying no to money. So saying, you're the, saying no to income. But yeah, also that status thing. Do you think that so people felt that you owed them something potentially? People think well, you're, if you're the only one that's doing it, and okay. you stop doing it, people get upset. Whether rationally, whether they really are upset with you or whether nah, they're just upset, that's another thing. I'm I, I'm trying to find. I'm I'm at the moment in the process of picking a few people that can do the work mm. and discussing with them whether they'd be willing to do some scooter work and sort of busting it out. The brand is. The, I can't save the brand. Well, because Pete, it's a you always man show. you always talk about uh, the clear kind thing. You know, mm. clear is kind. Do you think you've been clear? With your clients and the the industry, no, shit house. I really feel guilty. And so it, because what, I haven't put out an APB, I haven't put out a what press. Oh, I don't know, from Matlock Police, I think. But but I haven't put out any all points bullet. I think it's a cop thing, isn't I'm it? I'm lost. Yeah, <laughs> so I haven't made any statements at all to anyone. It is. What's an APB? You, you put it out when a person is missing or whatever, and you want to find them. <laughs> <laughs> Scooter Derek has gone missing. Wanted sign. Yeah. Dead or alive. Are you sure you didn't grow up in Sovereign Hill? You're a blacksmith. You're doing AFPs. Uh, just a video press release. You could probably do. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah, you'd, you'd, it is on my list. Hour. It's on my list. And so you know, it when I'm excited like by something, yeah. it's very hard to do the old. But thing. I reckon probably yeah. knowing my own feeling with even like working out what to do with full stack and all that stuff, like this, sh- and even Melbourne Geek. Like when I decided I'm just going to shut that down, it felt fucking great. Because You're still getting hits on the uh, cat versus grasshopper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I watched that yesterday. Yeah, I mean, the habit, like, <laughs> I, like, I went from views, huh? owning a personal training studio to severing that and working in radio. Sure, I got a full-time wage, though, so I was like, but it, you had to cut it off. There's mm. no more training. Yeah. And it's like people dabbling in it if you're still doing anything. Yeah. That's the problem. I, I put out the – look, I've been putting out the – the information I've been putting out verbally has been, no, I'm still doing it. No, I'm still doing it. And, and that's just like politics, Why? isn't it? Because they lie and lie and lie till the election. Is it because? That's it, what I did. Why because do you think I wasn't is? confident. I wasn't yeah. sure whether whether the podcasting thing was going to go bananas and it yeah. has. So now now there's a few 
clients that I'll remain and then I'll clear it For out. For what reason? They're my friends. Okay. They can do that. This is why the question, what does success look like for Scoot, is so important mm. because it sounds like you've got it in your head, mm. but you just haven't put it anywhere because when you put it somewhere, then you can start communicating it in a clear way mm. so that less people come to you and say, can you just fix my scooter for a hundred bucks? Yeah. You could literally read off a piece of paper. No, sorry. You get a script. Success for me. Yeah. Is <laughs> that would be your <laughs> yeah. AI. In, in coaching, do you actually, um, Paul, could you, would you write out a plan? Like, do you write this out? Is that something you've helped people with, Pete? Like someone like Der- Derek actually wanting to synthesize his thoughts and have you articulate it on paper? Not through, get- a, not through like a 12-step Pete's program, <laughs> more <laughs> just like fluid. My favorite three are the ones we talked about. If you can get clear on a bit of paper- What's it for? Who's it for? What does success look like? I reckon that goes a long, long way because that becomes your filter for all of the decisions that you make. Yeah. Is this going to help me with that? No. In which case, too bad. If it is, cool. Let's yeah. do it. And it's the common thing too, like uh, Collis Tade, who founded mm. Invato. You know, he had a 100-plus person business you know, running Invato and was still dealing with old web hosting clients that he had from like 10 years ago. And yeah, so he's dealing like he's dealing with a, a business that was, you know, doing tens of millions of dollars every year and he was dealing with <laughs> a few thousand dollars worth of annoying clients. And so but there's so much value in being able to tie it up because then it it gives so much freedom. I think mm. that that's what I'm tr- like that simplifying process. Mm. There's a lot of power in it. All right. Now, it's a daily talk show. How do you feel, Derek? Feel great. Fired up. A bit of paper. I, well, ironically, do you know what the first thing in my series of uh, you know tech podcast tip videos that I haven't made yet? But do you know what the first one is on my Trello note? Is the most important podcast tool? Which one? What is that? Zoom. Piece of paper and a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. yeah. I don't see me as a Zoom. Yeah. Get yourself a Zoom room. Do you even have pencils? Buy more tech. You have pencils? Yeah. I use. I do it all the time. What do you use them when for? When I'm mainly? recording, I write down what's going on. Um, mind maps are fucking great. I want to get right back into because mind maps. I think the other thing about writing is it gets very tricky in regards to like people think that it has to be this beautiful prose, whereas like a mind map of being like scrappy studio two uh, microphones. Okay, microphone stands. Um, you know, visual. Yeah. You know, like all that. Because no one else has to see it, but yeah. you. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll make a three D. I'll. I'll get Having some very that. expensive software and I'll make a 3D rendering. <laughs> we used to be able to CAD. Send us a photo of what you come up with. Scooter used to be able to use uh, numbers. Animals. And uh, design CAD stuff. Is that correct? Like yeah. computer generated? Yeah. Used to design furniture. Um, Full of hidden uh, talents. Scoot. And I'd build it into 3D because you'd nail a client. Like back in the day, if you go, oh, yeah, here's what I want to do and draw it in a sketch, they go, yeah, cool. And then you go, watch this. And, and there's turns. a spinning around. Yeah, yeah. In the 90s, That's it was awesome. like, where do I sign? That's awesome. You get an extra couple of Gs. <laughs> well played, well played. Uh, it's a daily talk show. Uh, hi at thedailytalkshow.com is the email address. The long and the short of it is Pete's podcast. Uh, Scooter's got Castaway Studios and Studio 2 is coming very soon. Yep. With the Zoom room. You can use it as a Zoom room. Um, otherwise, uh, see you tomorrow, guys. Have see a good one. Cheerio.